nice fishing, bro. I'm having a good time. Um, yeah, I'm your host, Victor Eddie. Some call me Yeti, but you know that already. Um, and today, I wanted to talk a bit about um, something about maturity. Um, and not necessarily maturity, but just the actions that we take in our day-to-day lives, uh, especially when it comes to how we react, you know, um, at least for me, or let me, let me tell you guys, here I'll go on, right? Okay, so boom, you guys are going to need some context. So at my workplace, um, when we're closing, because I work at Sports Check, um, and in the clothing department, now, we have a lot of putbacks. You got a lot of clothing you need to put back on the floor because customers try them on or they get to check out and they don't want it, so on, right? The whole shazam. Uh, and we got to put them back on the floor. At the end of the day, uh, we got to like put all of them back. And sometimes we don't do it. Sometimes we have to leave it for the people uh, in the morning and so on, right? Um, now... If we're missing a person, like someone just doesn't show up, and especially if it's a busy day, that is suicidal for us. Because now we gotta deal with the putbacks, we gotta deal with the customers, we gotta deal with all of that, bro. Not fun. Not fun at all. And it's happened to me a few times where people just don't show up for whatever reason, and so on. So this one time happens uh, recently, and I was just pissed, dude. I was like, yo, how are you not showing up for work, bro? Like, they put on the group chat, oh, man, you know, someone uh, covered for me or whatever. And no one covered for them. So it just didn't come. I was like, dang, bro, you can't do that. That's not how we work as a team. So the shift ends, we barely made it out alive. Shift ends. I get home from like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna hear what's going on, bro. I just send this text. I'm like, dang, bro, we could have used you on the floor. <laughs> um, I put like a little comedy in there just so like to soften the blow because I wasn't really all that angry or whatever. She's like, sorry, I couldn't make it. It's mad cold in here, bro. I got sniffles out, dude. Neptune is cold, bro. Anyways. She's like, yeah, you know, I couldn't make it in or whatever. I don't respond because I'm like, I whatever. Uh, I guess it's like, that's just that, right? Uh, she answered in, like, humor as well. So I was like, I, everything's, everything's calm, man's are blessed. And then a few of my coworkers, like, uh, other people that work in clothing, they're, like, texting, like, yo, like, what? you don't need to, you don't need to publicly, publicly, you know, call her out bro like what the heck bro and then i was a little bad because i'm like bro you guys <laughs> you guys talked about how annoyed you were about that happening and now i'm saying what's quoting and y'all are mad bro i don't know that was the take i had on it at the time of course i spun it in my own way just out of uh annoyance for how we don't get stuff done, um, how some people slack, and so on. So I'm already in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm already in a bad mood. Uh, so I'm like just texting, like, nah, it's a, a accountability, bro. 
It's like, we all come to work, it's a team. You can't just, you can't just not come, bro. You can't just not come to work. Uh, manager steps in. Um, I really, really respect my manager. She is very intelligent. Um, and like she's teaching me about retail and stuff. She knows that that is a big dream of mine. So she like gives me pointers as to how to run the store and so on. So I really respect her. So when she came on the group channel, I was like, guys, like, <laughs> can't be doing this, bro. Like, uh, like, yeah, you can call in or whatever, but like, as long as you try your best. And I was like, bro, what? Try your best? So I literally <laughs> text my manager personally, and I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? How are you just going to try your best? Just try your best, bro. Come to work. <laughs> Try your best to work. Try your best to get a sub, dude. If you don't get a sub, come to work. So that all happened, right? Um, and I talked to a few of my coworkers. Some thought like, yeah, I mean, you have a point. Some were like, yeah, bro, the way you went about it was kind of techie still. Um, but it was uh, today, because I have my shift today, that I talked to that same manager in person. Uh, I had a few shifts where she wasn't around, and it was my other managers. So this one, I had it in person. Uh, so I was a little bit scared. Because <laughs> I was like, dang, bro, I, I, might get, uh, I might get the boot today, bro. Um, but so she calls me over. She's like, yeah, you know, let's talk about that day. <laughs> She's like, nah, like, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, just everybody working as a team, communication, all that stuff. I get that, uh, but you have to also understand that sometimes people uh, can't find a shift and sometimes nobody wants to shift or they can't make that shift and they can't make a sub. Um, and if, like, it wasn't, like, I, I was closing that day. Closing, we need, like, everybody there because closing is everything. Cleaning up, making sure it's good for tomorrow. Uh, the person that didn't show up was in the midday, so she was saying how, like, it's not even that big of a deal. Uh, we've gone through worse and we survived and stuff. And she, and then, like, I was hearing all that, I'm like, I, 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 but we're not getting to the real issue. Uh, so then she tells me, like, why that person wasn't even there. And apparently they are just feeling nauseous. They can barely get out of bed. The room is spinning. They're just not feeling okay. Uh, they called in uh they didn't call into the store though you're supposed to but i guess they just like could not pick up a phone later in the day uh when like in the morning called up uh the manager she's like yeah you know i not feeling 100 percent right now and she's like i uh and since she was midday she was like kind of middle of the day shift it wasn't even that big of a deal we could survive at least the ma my manager believed that um well, inside that whole conversation, I'm just thinking, shoot, <laughs> I I really did it this time. Um, I forgot who taught me it. I'm sure it's one of my teachers, but it's this idea that if you don't have a concrete plan for how you're going to go about something, you normally end up doing the opposite of what you want. Me texting that, I want like accountability. I want the team to communicate better and to work together better. Um, 
but what did I what I ended up doing was dividing us um and it's like it's actually hindering the team's ability to work together and it wasn't even that big of a deal I came uh I came to my ship the next day and it was fine everyone was chilling uh but it's just that idea that like maybe I could have gone about it with more wisdom and stuff and my manager's like telling me like yeah it's like it's tough it's tough, but like it's just going about it at a in a way that like you're trying to understand why the person did not just come at them, um, and that's something that I've always prided myself in knowing. I thought that I was always a very um, uh, slow to speak, quick to listen kind of person. That I kind of saw, like looked where I was going before I treaded. Um, and this moment, I was just not that. I did completely the opposite of what I thought that I was capable of, capable of doing. Uh, being somebody that can, like, with wisdom, uh, go into that situation. And I didn't. I just ran in with anger and just, like, straight to the point of, oh, you weren't here. What the heck? We needed you. Yada, 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 right? Um, and in that moment, I realized how much I still need to learn. Um, like, I sent this huge text, bro. I sent this huge text of, because I really re respect my manager, right? Um, and I sent her this huge text of, like, I thought, like, what, what the heck, man? I, I thought we were better than this way. This, this is, this is a joke. Try your best, bro. What are you talking about? And I, like, this text is long, bro. And I sent all of it. I was like, I was just mad. And and the thing is, she never responded. <laughs> a whole week went by, I sent that text. Or not a week, maybe, like, five days went by. No response to it. And I'm thinking, man, dude's like, oh, you're not even gonna, like, explain why you said that. Like, you're not even gonna explain why, like, you took like that side or whatever i was i was mad dude i'm not even alive bro i was i was thinking about quitting bro i was like screw this dude this is a joke what are we even doing out here man and i i legit was close to quitting not close to quitting but i pondered him like i'm not really not trying to work with these bozos bro like these guys are these guys are waste man um but man it's like I look back now and it was like all my, everything that was going through my mind was just fueled with like far too passionate and far too emotional and I just wasn't thinking straight. I was just thinking, man, this team, this team is like, oh man, we can't even be accountable. We can't even be real with each other. Like this is a joke. And the manager is just excusing their, their laziness. Like what, what is this? And after talking to her, I'm just realizing, like, bro, I probably sound like the littlest of boys. I probably sound like such a child. And then, after that, it occurred to me, I am a child. <laughs> it's like, a decade ago, I was eight years old. What do I know? And, like, I feel like... Uh, like, if you ask yourself if you're prepared to make some really hard decisions right now, you would obviously say yes. If you ask yourself 
two years ago that same question, you'd still say yes. Because every single, like, your present self is your smartest self. So you will always feel like you are ready to make big decisions in your life. And it's not until you grow more years that you realize how naive that is. But even in you thinking that that's naive, you right then think that now I'm ready to make some more decisions. Two years down the line, you're going to be like, ah, man, I was, I was such a naive kid, bro. How could I say that? How could I say that I was ready to make big decisions? Now I'm ready to make big decisions. This is the age. And it's just a big cycle. Um, so I, I've always felt like I was a, you know, a wise kid that could, you know, make rational decisions. And that was a moment where I was completely fueled by emotion. Um, and I had to be, you know, I, <laughs> I needed my manager <laughs> to remind me that I still have a few more years to go before I'm ready to, to, to act in that way that I think I am, you know, like she didn't even respond. She, she didn't argue with me at a, like, why would she? I think back to it, like, at the time, I'm thinking, oh, man, she doesn't even want to, like, say anything. Like, what, what is this, bro? And it's, like, I was at, like, after we talked and stuff and I'm working and I'm just thinking about it, like, why would she argue with an 18-year-old? Like, <laughs> she's married. She, she has a family. Why would she spend her afternoon or evening arguing with an 18-year-old? And man, I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, it's like I literally recently learned the lesson of just walking away from certain conversations. People that are just fueled by emotion and not fact and not wisdom, just like, oh yeah, well, I think it's this way because you know, whatever. And just walking away from it. And I thought that, okay, yeah, yeah I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. And here I am <laughs> trying to argue about the dumbest thing. And she didn't even respond. It's like, why would I? I'll talk to you when you get to work. <laughs> Bring that same energy, right? So, man, it was just such a big learning uh, experience for me. Because I, I, one, was put in my place. And two, uh, I kind of realized how, how I jumped the gun. I did not go into that rationally. Um... I, <laughs> I mean, like, I made somebody who genuinely had no control over the situation feel bad about not being able to come to work. Uh, I felt crappy. I already said some apology. I was like, yeah, bro, I, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, bro. That was, that was not very cash money. Um, so yeah, like, it's this idea that I'm still learning and you're probably still learning. And no matter how old you are, you're still learning and stuff. Um, and it's just remembering that you obviously feel smarter than you actually are. That's just the human experience. Yeah, you feel like you're ready to make some big decisions. A lot of people my age... Holy, it's cold. A lot of people my age are getting ready to go into university. And for them, that's the real world. And they feel like, yeah, you know, this is where adulthood starts. But one has to remember that the human brain does not stop, like, is not done developing and, like, ready to actually be, like, adult, adult until 24. 
<laughs> so I still have a long way to go with my walk of wisdom and with me not just knowing what the right thing to do is, but practically being able to do that even when I am, my emotions and my passion are at its highest point and I'm in a very emotional state, am I still able to uh, do that which I know I'm supposed to? Uh, and that's kind of what I learned at work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to work and I, I learned that. I, I learned that lesson about myself and about somebody that I really respect. And now I respect them even more because of how they're able to explain their process of like their actions and why they said what they said. And even though I had some good points, where I was coming from and the tone I was using uh, just weren't matching that uh, good intention. So she had to put me under the bus in order to um, simmer the situation and de-escalate. And it's like, man, I'm over here angry that, oh man, you're not, you're not doing what needs to be done. You're not saying what needs to be said. But in actuality, I'm really just saying too much. Ah, I, so a kid's back. Man, I, I had to go clear out my nasals, my nose, because, dude, it is cold here. I have a runny nose, and it's just, you know what, I like it. Okay. Uh, okay. But kind of, uh, going off of what I was talking about before, um, I, it reminded me of this one lesson that was taught by one of my teachers. Um, and it's this idea and this, this, this changed my world and the way that I see other people, um, to this day, because it was such a profound lesson. And I was reminded of this lesson because I did not execute, uh, the, like what I had learned, which was like, dang, man, like. I learned this thing, it's in my head, I know it, and I'm still not able to do it. Uh, he said this one thing this one day, he said, assume that everyone is trying their best. I was like, man, what, what does that mean? Because that doesn't sound very practical. Um, and the story he gave was that like, he met this one guy um, at like this conference or whatever. And he knew the guy, he was doing some big things, and he's like, yo, like, it'd be cool if we talk and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so they exchanged numbers and stuff. Uh, my homie, Mr. Maitland, went back home, sent a text, like, uh, just, like, because, you know, a new number, you don't know who the person is. He's like, yeah, this is Mr. Maitland. Uh, we saw each other at the conference. Um, really excited to, like, uh, meet with you, maybe get a coffee. Uh, he replied like, yeah, that would be sick. Um, how about this day? They planned the day, everything, great. They're going to get coffee and so on. So as the day is approaching and stuff, or maybe it wasn't coffee. It was like uh, he was going to go for dinner with like uh, Mr. Malin and Mrs. Malin would like go get dinner with uh, these other guys or him and his wife. Um, so the day is approaching and Mr. Malin's like, hey, just checking up, make sure that you're you know able to get this coffee or this dinner or whatever no reply he's like oh 
probably busy or whatever. It's all good. Jay's approaching a little bit further. He's like, hey, so uh, <laughs> what's, what's this day saying? No reply. He's like, okay, well, that's not good. Day of. He's like, yo, Brody. <laughs> Brody. I, like, is this happening or not? No reply. Mr. Malin's like, alright. Now, when he was telling the story, he was telling me he had two options. He could, one, tell this guy, hey, dude, forget that. You're a whole waste, bro. Like, bro, dude. So that was option one. And I'm sure there's even worse things that you could think of saying to someone who, like, completely stood you up. Not just you. And your wife, bro. And your wife. And he said, okay, so I had that option. And I had this other option of assuming that, hey, maybe something happened. And um, maybe he's not ignoring me on purpose. Maybe a malfunction or whatever. Uh, so I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to just see what's what's going on. So some days passed, and this guy finally replied. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry, dude. Like, I, I was like I was seeing your text, but I just wasn't able to respond to them. Why was that? Because, um, yeah, my mother uh, passed away, um, like, the week that uh, we were, like, planning all this stuff. And I just haven't been able to, like, respond to anything. I haven't been able, to, I've barely been able to eat. Like, all this stuff. He's just going through it. And, of course, like, yeah, they they had their dinner at one point. Um, but it's just this idea that if you'd gone with the other option and just, Yeah, screw you, man. Like, I, I don't even want to talk to you anyways, bro. You're, you're, you're a waste, bro. I don't even want to see you, bro. Don't come near my ends, bro right if he just went with that option it's like he would never have been able to talk to this guy and this guy would be inside this super low state and see a text like that and and guess how much more that would affect the situation right so it's this idea that always assume that everybody's trying their best um we often jump to conclusions of, oh, well, this person's stupid and they don't understand anything and, and they're just annoying. Or, like, we just assume that everyone's out to get us. Everybody everybody wants the worst for me. Or, oh, they're not replying. They, they're definitely talking to someone else and, and they're cheating. And, and like, we let uncertainty um, get the better of us. And this lesson was pretty much teaching that, man, when you're uncertain, just just assume that they're trying their best to be the best human that they can be. Of course, people in your life will come where they prove you wrong. <laughs> and they actually are terrible people and should do not deserve uh, your kindness. But even in those situations, the people that don't deserve kindness are the ones that need it the most but that's it that's a different topic for another day um it seriously helps relationships i've tried it like i've used it a few times i'm texting i'm texting shorty and then all of a sudden it's like boom replies start slowing down 
and the reply starts slowing down. I'm like, yo, what's <laughs> what's what's going on? What are we doing here? And I could easily have been like, I blocked. I I got I got other shorties. I don't even need you. I I I was even even feeling that. I I was just playing around still. We got these immature guys that get in their feelings. Or yeah, what would he say? Oh man, well I like you, you didn't text back in five seconds, so I guess he's cheating on me. Like no. In my case, um, the amount of homework and the workload that she um all of a sudden had because I didn't realize that we were texting during a summer or um a break period, like exams were just finished and stuff, so we were able to talk, 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 and now school was back up. And I didn't realize in my head that, oh, <laughs> she, she has schoolwork now. Like, it's not it's not all sunshine and roses anymore, right? So it's like, though one could say, oh, man, well, that's, that's simping. Well, that's, well, that's uh, whatever. It's like, no, that's what it means to be a mature communicator. People have lives outside of being on their phone texting somebody else. People have aspirations and and dreams and hopes and goals that might be outside of texting you twenty four seven. You know, um. So that and that's just life. And the better you are at accepting it and at, at allowing people to have that space of like, yeah, work on your whatever. We'll talk when you're free. You'll see that your relationship, romantic or just regular friendship, will be so much better. I know for my friends, sometimes they like do something really, really annoying. And I'm like, yo, are you even my boy? Like, are you even a homie? And it's like, nah, they, like, they're trying their best to be a good friend. And sometimes they slip up and some because they're human, <laughs> right? And that's, and that's life. And the better you are accepting that and looking past that and saying, no, I know that you actually do care for me and I know that you are trying your best to be a good friend or a good whatever, then you're all good. Because after that thing passes and after they're not so busy or they're they're not so angry or they're not so, like, anything, they're like, yeah, thank you for understanding. And now we go back to vibing. We go back to vibing, bro. Wait, that can't happen if you have an outburst and then it's like, oh, they called me stupid. Well, screw you, man. I was I was going through some troubles and you were even there. Screw you. Oh, 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 screw me. Well, you're the one who ignored, so... And, and it's just this big thing that wasn't even a thing to begin with. So, man, that's, that's what I want you guys to take away from that because that lesson... Um, was big to me and I still need to learn on you know using that practically but it's like man just assume people are doing good assume that people are trying their best and life just becomes so much better bro who needs paranoia man no one's out to get you bro I, I mean in some cases some people are actually out to get you and they're actual just douchebags but in most case scenarios when you think that somebody is being a terrible person to you they're really not and it's not until you treat them as somebody that's being terrible to you that they actually start being terrible to you be good 
and assume people are also trying to be good just as you are trying to be good you know yeah man yeah Ooh. Man, what an episode. Yeah, it's short, and I'm gonna keep them short and sweet until there is a demand for more. <laughs> I want to keep these super easy to listen to. Just a quick take, a quick lesson that I learned. Maybe you can learn too. Now we all learn. It's a learning frenzy. It's crazy out here. Um, yeah, I hope. I hope something stood out. Um, but you know me, bro, I gotta go get some food, I gotta, I gotta, you know, Neptune stores close mad early, bro, so I gotta, I gotta go hit up one of those, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you guys on the next one, take it easy, stay safe, and you know what, bro, tell somebody around you that you love them, bro, just tell someone you love them. Out of nowhere. Catch him by surprise, bro. Oh. Oh, shoot. Hear that sound, bro? That's the fishermen. They're back, bro. I gotta go help them still. I'm gonna see you guys. I'm gonna catch you on the next one. Peace.